last week we looked at the need for some post-exilic laws and um, one of the situations that brought that about, of course, was that the Hebrew people had, um, through the exile, encountered people of different nations, different cultures, different religions. And so we recognize the need for, for being able to establish an identity uh, in relation to, to these experiences, realities and histories. So today we're going to look a little bit at exclusivity in the post-exilic period. That discussion with Alan is coming up next. Alan, in our last section, we got to a real cliffhanger there where we were talking about the Moabites and the, the Ammonites. And uh, boy, when I encounter a text that's as, as difficult as that, uh, the context sometimes seems to make it even more difficult. So tell us how we can read this from the perspective of, of love and grace and relationship. So we've got three things. One, the book of Deuteronomy says, do not admit Ammonite and Moabite. Yep. Why do they say that? Because of Genesis chapter 19. 19, that's right. right. So Ezra and Nehemiah, the priest leaders post-exile, start practicing that. Now, when you've been an oppressed people, and as I said earlier, you begin to sometimes need to be put together again because you really are have been stood upon and you're told that you're better than others. In other words, you're better than Ammonites and Moabites. Mm. Now, if you're a prophet there, prophet of God listening to that, you know that the heart of God is not one of exclusion. No. You know that the heart of God is one that created even the Ammonite and the Moabite in God's image. Yep. And therefore God and the, and the Samaritan, by the way. So here's the problem, though, Dion. How do you speak prophetically when everyone is loving what they're hearing, that they are better than others? It's a real challenging thing. Of course, we see it even today. You know, there's certain parts of the Christian faith that tell people if you're a Christian, you deserve, you know, the most expensive cars and you deserve to be wealthier than others. And it's a very challenging thing to speak truth in that situation. Right. And it's difficult, too, to speak love to your enemy. So give you an example. Remember 9-11? Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you imagine if you were the next day after 9-11 holding up a big sign that read, God loves Osama bin Laden too? Wow. <laughs> how long do you think you'd last? You wouldn't have lasted long particularly. <laughs> exactly. So now, how do you stand up post-exile, stand up and say, God loves Moabites too and Ammonites too? It's not easy. If you stand there with a the placard, you're not going to last very long. Mm. So what do they do, Dion? They tell a story. Mm-hmm. They tell a love story. It goes like this. There was this woman, Naomi, and she was married to uh, Eli Melech, and there was a famine, and they go off into Moab, where, which was the people of Moabite, and uh, they go off there, and they received, they welcomed, they allowed to start a life. They have children there, two sons. And then for reasons that we don't know how or why, her husband dies, and her two sons die, who have mm. since married, married Moabite woman. Mm. So Naomi says, you know what, I'm going to go back home. And I know what the policy is back home. Moabites are not really welcome. So you stay here. It will be much better for you. And you're still quite young. You can make a life for yourself. One of them says, you make a lot of sense. I'll stay here. The other one says, no, where you go, I go. Mm. Your God will be my God. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and her name was Ruth. So they come back, 
And uh, Ruth is this incredible person. She she goes out and gleans. She picks up the leftovers of the crops, and uh, on the edges of the field. That's like right. Earlier, and uh, she she does that hard hard work to provide for Naomi. And then the owner of of the the land notices her, and he Dion, he does more than notice her. <laughs> he fancies her. Okay. He does some. Exploratory work to find out, you know, who is she, where is she, and and discovers that she's related to Naomi, and then he discovers that he's related to Naomi, and in those days there was a law, Dion, that if uh, a person's husband, a woman's husband died, the brother of that husband should marry her, and it may sound quite patriarchal or sexist for us today, but in actual fact it was a protection for women because in those days women were seen to be the possession of either your husband or your father. And of course if you didn't have a husband or a father you wouldn't be able to survive. That's right. Okay. So he then says but he's not first in line. So you must advertise almost like at the in the government gazette. <laughs> okay. He advertises and uh, one of Naomi's the close, husband's closest relatives come forward and says hmm I like Naomi. I'll I'll take her. And then he just whispers into his ear, oh, by the way, if you take Naomi, you take Ruth as well, and she's a Moabite. Then he'll have nothing to do with it. Doesn't want anything to do because he knows what's been taught. Stay away from Moabites. So then Boaz comes along and uh, and he takes takes them, uh, both Naomi and Ruth. Okay. Now, Ellen, this is this is a very difficult thing because I want to see how this wraps up. So in our next section, I wonder if you can take us a little bit further and help us just to see where that uh, pulls together. Would you like to discuss this with us? Text us on plus two seven seven eight two seven eight five three hundred. Or for more information, please visit www.mannerandmercy.org. Well, thanks for listening in again today. And just to remind you that every four episodes forms one particular topic, and we're at the end of that topic now that we started in episode 37 with the start of a new religion and the importance on relationships in episode 38, the need for some post-exile laws and the reason for those laws in episode 40. So um, it's always worth just going back and listening to those episodes again. And of course, next week we start in episode 41 by looking at Ruth and Jonah and uh, we're in for a wonderful journey. So please do join us again next week. And uh, thanks for subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with others. We appreciate it a great deal.